You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Microphone. We're, 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 like, we're like in Aaron's like mini studio. It's awesome. I, yeah. I'm happy with this. Yeah, this is. These are the uh, benefits whenever you uh, get you know convince your wife to let you build a studio within your own house. So <laughs> very nice. nice. Very nice. Welcome to the weekly Mopcast episode thirty. We're now entering the thirty-something era of the weekly Mopcast. That's nice. a reference for people. <laughs> still allowed to participate since I'm forty something. <laughs> yes, you're allowed to. I was more making a reference to the TV show from like ABC in the late '80s. <laughs> that six people got the reference, and none of them in this room were that. So no, no, I got the reference. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel good. That's the that's the one with Tony Danza, right? Sure. <laughs> I never actually watched Thirty Something. It was that guy with the mullet and the dirty beard. <laughs> right, right. Show, the yeah. guy was like Kenny Loggins, but not. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and there's two. no way that guy was 30. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, none of two when I know those guys were teens. <laughs> they're, they're like 70s and like. <laughs> Hi, I'm your. I was trying to move a whole mic stand. Uh, I'm your Native American Internet Spirit Guide, Scotty, and I am joined with this week as the last couple of weeks with. Um, Aaron, hi. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to complete the sentence. No, because I was, I was go, like, Hello. Well, well, you know, we've been, you know, we calling Aaron Prime. I'm trying to figure out, are, are you like Aaron 2, Aaron Beta? I am uh, I am Aaron well, 2 of 4. 2 of 4. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who the fourth one is. What fun of 4 Aaron. And, it uh, could be you if your name is Aaron. And we have a special guest, uh, uh, Kevin Laporte. Um, the famous Kevin Laporte. That's me. <laughs> the infamous Kevin Laporte. I don't know if I'm in or famous, but I'm here. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Kevin Laporte, actually on the rotation, this week's sponsor is Inverse Press. So we'll listen to the ad now. Now from Inverse Press, the absentee. When a test pilot returns from an interdimensional quest to find a new energy source, he finds himself possessed by a demon. He learns to control the demonic form of his own mind and use its supernatural abilities. But while he is away, the demon uses his body to wreak havoc. Get this terrifying comic written by Kevin Laporte with art by Rando Dixon at InversePress.com. The Absentee. Oh. And I would talk about Inverse Press, but you know, he's here, so I'm going to let him talk about Inverse Press. <laughs> You need to talk about inverse now, right? Because you know it's it's your commercial spot. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing like a separate whole ad. <laughs> no. I thought there was. A well, we had played that if you were listening. Uh, I'm not familiar with how these things work. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> I just broke the illusion. <laughs> That's okay. I'll edit all this out. <laughs> Post production. <laughs> you leave this. You leave this shit. Ladies in. and gentlemen, when I when I when I do these shows, when I say we're listening to this ad now, I only pause for like a second. It's true. <laughs> and then I come back and I insert the ad. And every time I look <laughs> off into nothingness expecting an ad to play, I'm like, huh? And there nope, is nothing. no no. And then you know tonight or tomorrow when I edit this, I put the ad in. It's just how go. that works. Got it. So tell us about it. Inverse press. press. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure you guys have heard the ads that uh, Scotty's been gracious enough to put in the podcast over the past uh, months. But Inverse Press is uh uh, an independent comic publishing company. We're small press at this point, hoping to be bigger press 
someday. But we run a line of uh, what I call weird horror comics. Uh, anything from um, clown horror, our, our comic Vicious Circus, illustrated by Amanda Rachels, to uh, witch doctor albinism horror from modern day Tanzania. Also illustrated by Erica That's a very, very specific genre. <laughs> It is. I think we've got the market corner. <laughs> I think you got that one, right? Outside of the real horror that we really have living there. Uh, so, so, yeah, check out uh, all of our books, inversepress.com. Very cool. See? Easy, easy peasy. Hi, guys. I'll find lots of ways to shamelessly uh, plug things. As well. <laughs> I will, too. I would expect nothing Yeah, nothing less, less right? <laughs> absolutely nothing less. Uh, if you guys remember, Kevin was on the show, I guess, episode 9 or 11. I can't remember. I know you did. Aaron did 10 and then 12, I think. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I got to believe. I, I, I got to look back at the list. I should have, I should have done my research. I did not. <laughs> you just you go, hey, do you want to be on Mopcast this weekend? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I've got nothing going I guess. on. <laughs> What are you doing Tuesday? All right, <laughs> sure. So speaking of, you know, I'm here, Aaron Porter. We have Kevin Laporte here. Yeah. Kevin Laporte. That's Kevin Laporte. Uh-huh. You'll notice the phonetic similarities in our name. <laughs> That's true. Are you related? We are not, but we used to have a show, and it started with this. Illusion. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to the Laporte and Porter Important Report. I'm Aaron Porter. I'm Kevin Laporte. I'm Scotty White. Wait, we this is not my show. To be important, and you should too. Uh, so, hey, we're back. We're doing this. So, wait, 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 wait. It's combustion. We just appeared out of the fucking ashes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. Well, well, well uh-huh. my show. We Mom don't cast number thirty. Which, hey, listen, we appreciate you having us on. <laughs> Let me back to the, on my show. We, we we don't say words like that. However, uh-huh. my show just got hijacked, so I guess That's it counts, true. right? So uh, yeah, I, yeah. We'll, we'll, you can believe that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep it to a minimum. But yeah, on it's the, your uh, show. Uh, for dramatic effect. I got you. <laughs> so uh, we used to do we used to do a show on YouTube called the Laporte and Porter Important Report. Uh, it ran for a. F- about six episodes or so, but we... Uh, it's a good some- British season. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's like Sherlock. Uh, but we ran out of uh, production money because we had none. Um, so how did you run out? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we had technical issues. Um, just a lot of things went wrong. Kevin became a father. Kevin became a father. He birthed a baby. Well, I... He was there a when a baby... Did you call her like, hey, uh, are you doing anything for the next 18 years or so? <laughs> I got nothing going on. Uh, so, yeah, we... Um, but we used to do the show. We, we had a blast doing it, but it just... It was too big for what we were wanting to do at the time. Uh, but So welcome to the small world of podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> so we've kind of redone it a little bit, and we're going to come back as a podcast, and actually we're going to start back up in middle of August-ish. Uh, I've got some things going on early August, uh, RTX in Austin. So we're going to be coming back, and one of the things that we're going to change from what we used to do, other than it being a podcast, is we're going to have a special guest with us every week to add their two cents. So Scotty... Even though we took over your podcast, you're technically our first guest. Yay! Yeah. That's so wizard. <laughs> so this is like episode zero. It's like the unofficial origin story. Origin story. So uh, we're here. Let's do this. Uh, I think you had a couple of topics See, they, you so talk about. What's interesting about the important report, for those who haven't listened to it, they have topics. Yes, So I won't know what to do. 
<laughs> Just roll with us. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Well, I think the most important thing this week for any nerd, geek, etc., has got to be the news I was saying to you at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. A ton of stuff. I mean, I have my daughter this weekend, but still, between taking care of her, playing with her, I'm scrolling, looking at news. See, that's right. You should have been teaching her. This is how we read comics. 19 months. <laughs> we'll give her a few years. She's on her way. Yeah, she's going to have a hard time reading, uh, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man anytime soon. I mean, it's a hard book to read anyway. But, you know, when you're 19 months. You dissing on Bendis here? <laughs> He's hey. wordy, but... <laughs> Bring it, Bendis. <laughs> He's very diverse. The whole has been thrown. <laughs> <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet. I noticed, um, you know, I, I think the cool thing about, about Comic-Con in the last several years at least is that they release movie information just nonstop. Right. And they're either having panels, they're throwing out uh, uh, trailers, whether, it's, whether they're hijacked via cameras or phones, or whether they're giving out official versions of them, or whether they're giving out official versions after the bootlegs are leaked, as happened with Suicide Squad this week. Yep. We get just a ton of information. It's a blast. I don't think you even have to be there to get a really good enjoyment of it. Well, because it's hard to get there now, because the tickets go on sale so early and so fast, yeah. and they get bootlegged through eBay and StubHub. For, I mean, they're they're outrageous anyway. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of anti-STCC on a lot of. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it. I you know, it's it's California's chance, Hollywood's chance to, to to connect with our culture. Right. They're so close to LA, they don't have to travel very hard. And but it's it's so it dominates so much of the information. Like, how much comic news did you actually hear? <laughs> I heard quite a bit, but I was looking. Right, right, but you've you know I got I got the movie news. I got the movie news because movie news is 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 and I and, and I got you know the the comic news I was interested in. You find out that Blade gets a daughter. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, the crossover between <laughs> the Vader book and this main Star Wars book where Vader's behind enemy lines and has to take on the whole rebel army himself. That's pretty exciting. Can't wait to nice. see that one. Nice. So does he just? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he just kills the entire <laughs> army, and apparently not, because there's a there's a there's a nope. episode four and five no. retcon. <laughs> nice, horrible, and uses stormtroopers as human shields of the force all the time. <laughs> Especially all those cutscenes from from uh, Star Wars Unleashed in comic form. It really is. Everything you wanted Vader to do in the movies, he does in the comic. Oh, it's it's epic. Uh, could you imagine, like, you're, you're a stormtrooper, and you're like, all right, so, uh, all right, uh, here comes the assignments, and listen, you've been doing such a great job. We've given you a Thank promotion. you, Lord Vader. <laughs> uh, you've been doing such a great job. We're moving you to uh, Lord Vader's, uh, uh, you know, assignment. I don't want to be on the 501st. <laughs> yeah, listen, the 501, you guys are uh, leading the way. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm leading the way and being shot because I'm being held in front of Darth Vader being shaken around. I am not a ragdog, sir. I'm a stormtrooper. I have rights. <laughs> Bring back the clones. <laughs> so speaking of Star Wars, the behind the scenes video. You want to start with that one? Yes. It's the one that I saw the least, uh, you know, bile from from right. the millions and millions, the ninety nine percent of people that watch trailers. Right. These trolls. Um, it was the one I, I didn't see any negativity from actually, and maybe I just missed it. Maybe they were just so mad about Superman, Batman, and Suicide Squad. They couldn't get Star Wars. 
There's like one guy there that's like, man, it's all practical effects, man. I miss the green screen days. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is Jar Jar? Hey, Jar Jar there are those fans. I, it's funny, you know, you know, I, I've just graduated from college, and so college age and my age, there's, there's a good 10-year dif- difference, right. or, or 15, <laughs> depending on what their age. And those kids are like pro Jar Jar. It's so funny, and and not like hipster. Like it's 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 ironic that I like Jar Jar. No, they're seriously like Jar Jar fans, and it's because that's what they grew up with. It's like you know, like me and Ewoks. I don't hate Ewoks. Oh, I hate Ewoks. What? Um, yeah, well, I don't understand why you hate Ewoks, man. Uh, if this was the the actual report, important, important report, there would have been a an f bomb there. Those uh, things down. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Um, that and they. Th- why do they keep showing up in the role playing books? But that's beside the point. Man, they're the. Re- <laughs> man. Right? Who's gonna be like? Um. All right. So uh, that guy's playing a human. That guy's playing Zabrak. Um. I want to be an Ewok. Okay. We're not on. We're not on indoor. What are you? What are you doing? Uh. You know, just traveling. I'm just seeing the universe. Hey, man. It's good. How do you walk the guy's pile slice? You call me walking. <laughs> <laughs> My next character for Star Wars will be walking, the flying you up. Not in my game. You will die the first game. You will die. Um, yeah, I loved it. And the way when I was watching it, the thing that I thought was it reminded me. It, it was like everybody involved was like, listen, we saw the prequels, too. And <laughs> we, we know we got you. OK, we heard you. We feel you. Look. We are doing this right. We we believe in doing this not with green screen and as many uh, computer effects artists as we can hire. We're going to use as many actual just physical things to make it look real and to make it feel like you're there as possible. The fact that they made the little droid, the little beach ball droid, that is amazing. Yeah, BA, they roll, 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 you know, he rolls. That's, I mean, that's yes. very, very cool. Uh, I mean, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford in a room made them watch those prequels and they were like, we have a responsibility to society. I'm going to go work out so I can run around as Han Solo and make this right for the world. What's really funny about about that, because Harrison Ford's notorious for being appreciative but not into his pa- any of his past work, really, you know the the things that made him big, the Star Wars or Indiana Jones. He he's appreciative, but he's not like a fan or a keeper of the faith. Like like Bruce Willis f- for Die Hard. I mean, that man is the keeper of John McClane because he's he's the only guy who's been in all of them, been involved in all these movies. Right. And so he, bad Die Hard movies aside, he takes that seriously. He takes these things seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If you buy him a couple of fake beignets, not from New Orleans, but from Mobile, give him a ride to Orange Beach, he'll he'll be in your movie. Hot. <laughs> I've got, I'm I've glad got, I need to know that. I wish I knew that two I've, weeks I've, ago when I was mainstream. <laughs> he was busy flying a Naples. I've got an adult flick I'm going to be shooting. So I'm going to need Bruce Willis and <laughs> Nick Cage at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But Harrison Ford has been notorious about just whatever, about about, about being in Star Wars, being Han Solo. It's not been a right. thing for him. He, there's not a connection. Why he, I don't think he gets why we as fans like him as Han Solo and then that seemed to all change when they came up on the panel uh, and if you guys can it's on it's on YouTube the he's emotional and, and, and very pleased about the I don't think he really understood that the 
the the cry or 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 just the need for for them to return. Right. I mean, at the risk of being maudlin, at the beginning of the second, tra- at the end of the second trailer, when you hear Chewbacca, and then you you hear Han Solo say Chewie, we're home. And you see the look on his face. I mean, I know he's an actor, but he seems to genuinely be enjoying. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. You know, and there's there's something to that. I think the reason that they cut that into that trailer. Was that it feels like, oh, these guys are in. They have bought in. They're going to make this feel like it's 1980. And, I, I, and listen, there are, there are moments in, that, in the trailers that have come out that I go, that that is one of the big reasons I want to see it. You know, the, the things with the X-Wings flying over the, the lake. That was amazing. Oscar Isaac piloting that X-Wing. There you go. Uh, but, the, uh, but that scene, when that happened, uh, just goosebumps. I had goosebumps, and I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh God! Why is this movie not out now? I want to see it now. It does. Exactly. It really does. <coughs> and you see the Falcon flying around the Tie Fighter. Yep. And you see Han and Chewie just sitting together, even in the the uh, the uh, scene that they were showing from Comic Con. He's Chewie doesn't have the makeup on. He doesn't have the helmet on. Yeah, uh, Peter Mayhew. Mayhew. Yeah. And he, you know, Mayhew's not been in the best health, and so and so when I heard he was coming back to do because he's got he's had knee replacement because he's I mean he's he's gigantic he's a giant dude I mean he's, he, and that's what happens when you're extremely tall you just you know you kind of break down it's what happened to, <laughs> well it's the same thing happened to David Prowse David Prowse kind of just fell apart. He also is in on the Lucas thing because they've, they've had a long falling out, so that's why you never see him anymore. But, uh, you know, but he, he, Kevin's right, he was having a great time. I mean, you know, everything just looked fun. And I think that'll show in the film. I'm Lars Kasdan from West Virginia. I got to give my second home a, a shout out there. Co wrote the script with J.D. Abrams, and so I, I'm comfortable about that. I the If I got any hate for this, I have to say. Man, there are some stupid names in this movie. <laughs> I I've been avoiding all that kind of stuff. Like I'll watch the trailers, but any type of like actual research into it, I am I am on a blackout. I don't want to know. I want to walk in and just Oh, experience uh, uh, honey, I'm about once. to ruin some stuff for you. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> la, 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 all right, but okay. So the panel. I mean, they've got images of of, of the new characters, especially the new villains, and they. I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in 1982, prior to 80, you know, prior to Jedi's release, when someone first heard that, or, or 70, Jabba is, and, and Jabba is a kind of a silly name, but when you see Jabba, that that he looks like someone would name Jabba, right? Right. We get the bad guys are are um, General Hux and Captain Phasma. <laughs> Wait, General Hux. H U X. Like. Wait, is this is this a, like a, another Cosby joke? Is that what's happening? No, here? no. <laughs> Hand them midichlorians. I'm saying. No, those Hux. don't exist. Hux and uh, Captain Phasma, uh, Phasma, I guess. The, Captain the, Orgasm. The, the Phasma, the the oh. chrome. Yeah, the the chrome the chrome stormtrooper, and it's like, didn't we learn from like the worst? I I think the worst Star Wars name in in the in canon is Count Dooku. Agreed. Pretty bad. Even yeah. even his Sith name was ridiculous. Yep. Darth Tyrannus. Darth Tyrannus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like it's like you know you think your Sith name improves. Like Anakin. Okay. Darth Vader is a name. Yeah. Palpatine looked at him and went, oh, "I'm just gonna call you silly things." Everybody, you're Darth Tyrannus. I bet the boss didn't ask if he got the name. It was like, "Who do? Dooku." 
had to be. I just, I just think it's funny because throughout the movies, nobody except Emperor Palpatine refers to him as Darth Tyrannus. Everybody else is like, oh no, that's Count Dooku. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's like just... I'm <laughs> evil! Darth Tyrannus! It's just... It's just... It, the names frighten me. Like, like I... And it looks great. It's gonna. I'm gonna see it 20 times. I know I am. Even I saw episode one five times in the theater. I saw... I, in fact, I saw episode one... When it came out again in 3D, I went and saw it, knowing how bad that movie is. But I went because I'm that kind of fan. I I, I hate Attack of the Clones. If Attack of the Clones would have made it to the 3D, I'd have saw it. Attack of the Clones, and this, this is this. I is mean, like, here's my 12 bucks for the 3D. And this is going off topic, but Attack of the Clones is the worst of all the Star Wars movies, right? We agree on that. <laughs> okay. I just, I just wanted to make sure we were all on agreement. I don't know, there's Bubble Boy in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on from Star Wars. The Sharknado of Star Wars. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I would. Uh, it, I mean, it's it, it's okay. Yeah, well, let's uh, we can move on. I'm gonna come back. Whatever. <laughs> I think that, that we can wrap that up on the Star Wars trailer by saying that uh, they did a good job of showing the entire cast this time. I don't think they showed Luke, except that they showed Mark Hamill's talk. Yeah, they've been yeah. really interesting. At, concealing Luke in this that you see you think you see him on whatever that volcano planet is in, in the second trailer you think you see him I'm assuming it is because he's got the cool super arm yeah but he, he's got the tiger on the piece of the volcano <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was laughing Start. at Scotty Scotty was doing this claw hand motion thing well because like, I was ah, like well, you know, when he says these will be on video, they can see all my stupid ah, hand motions. Right. Um, but, okay, so anything that surprised you or anything that, uh, you know, any, you know, I don't know, I don't, don't want to say spoilers because we've all seen it, but, you know, anything that, that stuck out? I'm that, surprised to see Carrie Fisher look as fit as she did. I'm <laughs> I don't know if that's anybody, but honestly, she looks like a she does. Yeah, she, she does. She she yeah. uh, she puts some work, and she looks like Leia. She does look like. Yep. She and like 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 from the hairstyle and her outfit, it, it looked like she went to like post you know at the celebration of Return of Jedi and just like all right, this is my look for now on. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my indoor. Gear. This <laughs> I'm wearing my indoor gear for the rest of this and the rest of this. Um, three people with a, a a different color arm. I'm curious about that that story. Because his arm is, he's got, he's got off. It, it's, it'll, it'll be just like in any Star Wars thing. It was chopped off by a lightsaber. Probably. Things, you know, things happen. I was happy to see Akbar and Ninem. Yep. I was glad to see Kylo Ren come down off of that ramp from the ship. Right. He's <laughs> He looks great. You a fan of the tri lightsaber? I love it. I do too. I, Absolutely. It's good that it's different. Uh, I think new and innovative visual concepts are good. I don't care about the practical. It's a freaking laser. <laughs> it's not real. I think. I think. Or go look. Or go look up uh, Stephen Colbert's uh, explanation of it. It's perfect. I think. I, but I think a lot of that that died down when the first trailer hit. After the teaser hit, the, when the, the first trailer we got for for Anaheim, I think. I think a lot of the crossbar saber stuff kind of went away. We'll talk about this more, certainly, when we get to the DC movies, but people just want to hate stuff. Oh, yep. yeah, of course they do. And, and there's nothing about the Star Wars information that's been put out so far that doesn't look great. I mean, like, they are trying hard 
to make a really great movie that honors the fans' wishes. I, I agree um, wholeheartedly. It's really interesting, too, because it's not what J.J. did with Star, Star Trek. Trek. Because I don't... The, the thing is, is that I don't think... You know, talking about shepherds again, I think Disney's a really good shepherd of things that are in our childhood. They have Marvel, and they've been really good at shepherding Marvel. Mm-hmm. They've shepherded the Muppets, and they've been doing really good about the Muppets. I think they're really... I think they get what their job as a giant company is they're they're you know supposed to protect this paramount doesn't have that same connection they look at it as, as a you know this is going to make money yeah it's a revenue stream yeah disney disney's figured out how how to have its cake and eat it, eat it too and i don't know if other companies will fall in line i doubt it i don't i think that's a problem with warner brothers in dc i think that's that's a huge problem with, with those films well and well and, and but it, it absolutely but it absolutely comes down to a difference in um the the, the, uh, the companies behind everything. I mean, uh, actually, I retweeted a thing yesterday, which I actually had queued up here, uh, that was talking about the difference between uh, when a trailer leaked for Marvel I and when talk a trailer leaked for DC. So uh, when a trailer leaked for Marvel, Marvel just tweeted out, damn it, Hydra. Everybody gets the joke. Everybody, all right, cool, whatever. They moved on. When uh, the Suicide Squad thing, uh, uh, it's, you know, made its way out because people were recording it with their phones, they actually put out a statement. Uh, Warner Brothers Pictures did. I'm going to read it because I think it's funny. Can you read it in your lawyer corporate voice? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Warner Brothers Pictures and our anti-piracy team have worked tirelessly over the last 48 hours to contain the Suicide Squad footage that was pirated from Hall H on Saturday. We have been unable to achieve that goal. Today, we will release the same footage that has been illegally circulating on the web in the form it was created and high quality with which it was intended to be enjoyed. We regret this decision as it was our intention to keep the footage as a unique experience for the Comic-Con crowd, but we cannot continue to allow the film to be represented represented by the poor quality of the pirated footage stolen from our presentation. Dear Warner Brothers. Dear Warner Brothers. I do marketing. Exactly. It's like I read that and I just went, great. You guys don't get it. They don't get it. And at all. That's just business one-on-one, right? And, and here's, here, here's and outside of the Star Wars thing, because that's not really a trailer. That's, that's it, it was behind the scenes. Out of the trailers that came out, Suicide Squad was my favorite trailer. Why would you not release that? Star, Star, go back to what Star Wars did. Star Wars got this right. What yes. they did, what they did was they had their Hall H event. J.J. Abrams tells everyone we're going to go watch this concert, and when the concert's gone, the OK went f- to Lucasfilm to release the footage. We have we as people who don't have the pleasure of going to be in say, San Diego Comic Con or in Hall H because that's an, another nightmare oh, yes. to get in gets to have the same experience as fans that's what that's what they don't get that's what Warner's not getting on this you're still getting the unique experience of seeing it first at San Diego Comic Con yes and you'll see it with with that. That's a different experience than me watching at home. But at least we both get to have that experience and just release it the day later or an hour later. I mean, it, you know, it, you can still have your experience, and they're not doing that. that. When I, anyway, when they could have just said, "Hey, here it is," instead they get a couple of whiny exactly announcement. What sense does it even make? Yeah, well, it hurts. That, hurts our credibility. That, that's the thing. 
Okay, so you're upset that it was quote-unquote pirated, which, eh, let's... Legal letter of the law, fine. But okay. let's, let's be honest. It's pirated, it's- and I'll tell you why it's pirated. Okay, so there was a show on, like, in the late 70s, early 80s called What's Happening. Yeah. Uh, you might remember this. Man, we are we are. Re, 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 yeah, rerun it. Uh, all right, so during we are he's like. I'm so glad our tar- target audience for this episode is apparently 40 and above. <laughs> Shut up. It better be 45. <laughs> but there's an episode, and I and I will find the clip and put it at the bottom of this episode. There, there, there is an episode <laughs> where re, rerun. Um. Bootlegs a Doobie Brothers concert, which makes no sense. And so he's in this Doobie Brothers concert, which is like in a, like a like a concert hall or something. And he's got a recorder, like he's hidden in his jacket that gets found. And the Doobie Brothers scold him for piracy. Nice. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought you'd do a, like a What's Happening or a Doobie Brothers re- reference in any of this stuff. That's but, right. But yeah, there. But there's a whole. There's all. So yes, what he what they've done was piracy. But, but you beat it. You yeah, just but see. He, but here's here's what I was gonna say. So, all right. So it, it's leaked. If you come out and say, "Hey guys, we see that everyone is excited to see this trailer," so we've released it today to the general public. Boom! We're awesome. Yeah. Right. And you know, and, and Lucasfilm. When I. Uh, <laughs> Disney drops the gauntlet. RTX last year went, uh, and I was in the Ruby panel and saw. Ruby Volume Two Episode One, they they showed it there live first. You know, it was such a cool experience to see it in you know in, in a big room with everybody watching, everybody cheering and laughing at the right times and everything. It was it was a different experience. Then when it came out, like a few months later, it was completely different when I saw it by myself. And so you get a different experience. So pretending like oh well we wanted this just for the folks in Hall H. Shut up. No, you didn't. You 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 put this out and then. You didn't like the way you didn't have control over how it was released, and that's your problem. But Which you they could have. Which makes no it, sense. Just roll with it, and it's fine. This is just like any group of people that sit on committees or who are administrators in any company <laughs> or any state office that have no contact with the real world. Yep. They're totally out of touch with the fact that you can look like heroes and juice up the crowd for this movie by throwing this out there afterwards, saying, you know, you've been looking at this crappy footage. Yeah, but they're they're looking at like oh well how many how many uh, clicks did we lose when it been on uh, and then that's what they can because that's ad revenue for them sure. so they, you've got to go to their YouTube page or Warner Brothers or, or DC site to, to get it before it gets sh- shared everywhere because because it's going to be shared on the master link the master link's going to get all the hits anyway right but you know that's what they're really worried about or on the other fl- on the flip side I don't I don't think they're this smart but uh, here here's one thing. Um, released or not released, we're still talking about it. Sure. And so, you know, but I wouldn't have been talking about it because, uh, you know, later on we want, we were talking about beforehand we were going to talk about the Deadpool trailer. I have nothing to say about it because I I haven't seen the real trailer. I've seen it through a phone and I I watched it and went. All right, I have no clue what I just saw. But with but with the suicide, really, yes, was pretty clear. Suicide Squad one, I watched it and I went, oh. Because before I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Su- suicide Squad, whatever. So, so I, guess I watched this though, and I went, 
Oh, I want to see this movie so bad. Well, it looks so good. Well, let's jump into it. Let's let's talk about Suicide Squad now, since we we okay. complained about because we're see, not going to fix the Warner Brothers problem. Bitched about uh, DC <laughs> and Warner Brothers. We're not going to fix the Warner Brothers problem. We just as, as people you know with media companies, me and Kevin, and you know know how not to do things. They put out a couple of great trades. Absolutely. I mean, you know, whatever the end product will look like, they put out a couple of great looking trailers. And we can start with Suicide Squad, but um, the feel of it from start to finish had a subversive feel to it to me. Uh, I think setting it up with a little meeting with the the wall, with Amanda Waller. The actress and her name escapes me at the moment. Uh, Yolanda Davis? Viola Davis. Viola Davis, yes. Yeah. she didn't look anything like the comic book, but she feels like the wall when she's talking. I mean, I haven't read that comic since the mid-80s. Off and on, she feels like the wall. And then to see Deadshot in action with the mask on, which they had not shown before. Yeah, they saw the mask before. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to see Killer Croc without just the static makeup where he's actually moving the face. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I felt really good about it. Um, I, I don't give... You know, I don't care a whole lot one way or the other about the Joker because I think he's a throw in to get attention. Of course he is. But the rest of it, it really felt good. Well, I, I, the, the thing that sold me, you know, talking about the Joker, uh, beforehand, whenever they released the picture, and everybody was like, oh, this is stupid. Do, do, do. I was like, look, there's never been a bad Joker, okay? <laughs> I disagree um, with that. Okay, who, who was a bad Joker? Nicholson. Nicholson was fine. Nicholson was fine. Um, Nicholson, okay, yeah, but Nicholson was Jack Nicholson in clown makeup. He wasn't the Joker. Because <laughs> we didn't have any deal. Before that, we had Cesar Romero. And whoever did the voice, was it Cesar Romero did the voice? In the, who did the voice? He did the voice. So, the car, yeah, super so all we have was Cesar Romero. And, and this is a guy who would refuse to shave and just put clown makeup on, the, on his yep. mustache. What's his but I'm just saying, the, compared uh, to the two, you're like, well, Nicholson won Oscars. Okay, I'll go with that. Well, right there. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot this. I'm just going to take it. <laughs> right. So, uh, the jokes. I mean, for me, for me, who's your Batman? Oh, Keaton. Keaton, who's your... Um, I don't really have one. Mine is Kevin Conroy. I can see that. I mean, seriously, because... Batman the Animated Series, I mean, changed how I watched afternoon cartoons. And I'll agree with that. I mean, just, and solidify because then I started, I mean, I was, I was at the age where I was just started reading comics, and kind of, you know, I was just immersed with it. And so, you know, when I think Batman, when I when I read Batman comics, I hear Kevin Conroy's voice in my head when I read them. And so, like, like, and on the Joker, on the Joker hate, I get it. I like, we, uh, we, but I, what I was going to say was that last, that last shot sold me. I was like, all right, he's the Joker. I'm good. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was like, that's the, that works for me. That's the Joker. I'm, I'm worried about the look because he looks like he's from West Virginia and he's a meth head. <laughs> it's like, which is, perfect. which is like, I know that guy. <laughs> you guys haven't been to West Virginia. <laughs> Let West me Virginia, just the white side. Mama, take me but, home. Um, but then again, we were, you know, we were concerned for Heath Ledger in the beginning when and he was we, great. And, you know, he, Fantastic, got it. So, I mean, will I see it? Yes. Will I like it? Pretty much, probably. <laughs> yep. Um, I but I went from being vaguely interested in that movie to going. I I want to see this. Um, Batman v Superman. Uh, I went from I think they're doing too much to I think they're doing too much, but. That's a great trailer, um, and the, that last shot where he pulls the uh, the doors off the Batmobile and 
Batman just stands up like uh, right he just stands up and it's just like oh he don't care about you Superman he gonna fight you <laughs> like that's like I just love that shot I was like oh that's Batman like Snyder yeah so it's gonna be chock full of melodrama and big moments and yeah that crap. I do too I like does, but I love it, and I think it's going to be that kind of movie. I love one woman clicking the bracelet together and calling her shockwave. I don't, I'm not sure what Nolan's, if any, uh, attachment to this film is. Do you know? I think it's zero. I think it's out after Man of Steel. Right, I think, and I, and I think, my pro, I didn't like Man of Steel. Man of Steel is the only Zack Snyder film I don't like. And we and I've talked about this yeah. on the show. I'm like one of you, know, you. I thought we talked about it last week. We did. I, I, I don't like it. One of the handful of people. I like the beginning. Ha, we're we're one of the handful of people who like Sucker Punch. There's yep. a lot of people. Just, sucker Punch is great. Yeah. See, right? Woo, I love Zack Snyder films. I've been. I welcome have, to the Sucker Punch podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Sucker Punch. Is fun. I, I really I really dug Sucker and the look of Sucker Punch. And, and it's weird as I'll get out, but watch the Owl movie, The Gardens of Gaul. That's a great Zack. It's also weird and. Um, my problems with Man of Steel is that it looked like to me there was too many hands on, involved, and it didn't have it, the direction of it was so crazy. No, there wasn't. It becomes a different movie after he gets to Metropolis, and especially when Zod gets more involved, it becomes a different movie. Oh, it does. Uh, I just I was I was not following. It was like I got to. There, there's points in the movie I can and I, we can point out easily. Um, when the Kryptonians show up to to collect Superman, they're literally like, "All right, I need Superman and that girl because we cannot use Ghost Gladiator to move this plot. <laughs> we need someone to connect." Because so <laughs> I don't know why we need her, but Zod wants her. I don't know if they're going to do this Kryptonian human. I don't know, but the boss man said together. One that, that was one issue. Second, you and your women. <laughs> How much for the girl? Your daughter? Sell me her children. <laughs> My other problem with the film was that it took Superman like a, a good, nice montage to figure out how to use his powers. Kryptonians just show him we got, we got this heat vision flight. Super, I got you, no problem. They were military. <laughs> all right, so all right, you get one of our army guys and you give him superpowers. I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't know what to do with them in a minute. <laughs> well, I was thinking back to the Aliens vs Predator movie when all you need is just a prayer to walk out in the. And a, and a fake alien head, <laughs> a dead alien head to survive Arctic. I mean, just it's those little parts where the logic starts to fray that that movie loses I'm, me. But there's a lot I'm, to like in that. I'm movie. also not cool with Lois knowing, and I'm just because I'm a traditionalist and something. I, I, let's be diverse. I'm okay sure. with some stuff, but like secret identities are so like awesome. Days. They're so awesome. <laughs> I like secret identities. <clears throat> Marvel's like ruined that because they're well, like they, everyone they, knows who everyone is. There has to be a better reason for it these days, though. Like, you know. I don't know of one, but yeah. I listen, Man of Steel. Uh, but I thought it was sucky. But the Batman versus Superman, I, I, it made. I, you know, I said before, it made me go from thinking they're doing too much to still thinking they're doing too much. But it actually, to be honest with you, made me go from not feeling good about the movie too. Okay, they may have something. Like it, it, there's going to be enough cool moments in the movie that I'm going to be like, "All right, I'm in." You know, it, I'll check it out. It felt like Watchmen. Visually, it did feel it did it felt, felt, felt like, like Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. And it I felt gonna, like an epic take on superheroes and that's what I want from that movie. I don't want that from Suicide Squad. I want gritty. 
I, I want, want gritty, dirty, ugly shootings, yes. assassinations, yes. backstabbing. Yes. But from this, I want Watchmen style grandiosity. And yeah. and I was gonna mention that, but a lot of people don't like Watchmen. Well, they have a problem. I do. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I I love Watchmen. It it's you know, it's it's not the book. And I get you. It's not. It's not. It's, it's close okay. enough. It's close. Right, it's close enough, and the ending for me works. I'm I'm happy it with it. Works the congr- better than the giant octopus. <laughs> right, it does, and so, and it looked cool as hell. I, uh, it's beautiful. It's, it's yeah. gorgeous to watch. I mean, and violent. It is so violent, right. and that's what we're gonna get from Superman versus Batman. You can already see it. Right. This is you know my problem with Man of Steel. One of my problems with Man of Steel was the fact that you know Zack Snyder's like Tim Burton. You go into a Zack Snyder movie expecting a certain style. And you identify that style quickly when you right. It's it's oh, sure. yeah. It's like Tim Burton. You see a Tim Burton, you're you know what you're gonna get because Johnny Depp's there. <laughs> Most God, of the time. I hate Johnny Depp. God, I hate Johnny Depp. <laughs> what did he Sorry. do to you? It's just he's overrated. He's, he's a pretty pretty man. What he's you? terrible. He's he's a bad actor. Oh, he plays, I'm gonna say it. He, he's the Mad Hatter and everything. He's yeah. Jack Sparrow with different hats. Yep. Saying that is like saying Denzel Washington's the same person. He is the same person. He is. Tommy Lee Jones is the same person in every movie. But I mean, saying it about Johnny Depp doesn't make us racist. <laughs> <laughs> it does because he was Tonto. In- <laughs> that makes him racist. That makes him racist. <laughs> hey, he's one tenth quarter something. <laughs> so am I, Scotty. We may have been in the same tribe. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen like, a white guy yeah, go white face before. <laughs> Lone Ranger, not because you know it's a terrible, terrible movie, but Johnny Depp's just terrible at it. So, um, but yeah, I thought the I I thought the trailer was good. I thought the the trailer gave me what I wanted, which was here's Batman, here's Superman, we're gonna see them fight. Oh, here's Wonder Woman. She's gonna she's gonna do some stuff in there, and I'm like, great, that's awesome. But then when I read that, you know, they're gonna have. You know everybody else, and those are probably going to be cameos. They, I, I they've got to like be. They've got to be in credit scenes or something. They've got to do something. They, they, they need to keep it small. But Snyder can <laughs> Snyder handle a big cast and grand yeah. scale. He can handle. Yeah, right. it. I, I I get that, but that's not what this movie needs to be. Oh. You want to do that for Justice League? Absolutely. You got to set up Justice League, and this is what this is going to do. Yeah, you set it up using the three main your three main powers. I, you're not getting else. an argument for me. I'm just saying I know yeah. what they're gonna do. Yeah, so. I, know. I like I like older gruff Batman because apparently he's been being he's been Batman for like 20 years. And so. I want to applaud Ben Affleck. That was that was great. <laughs> Batfleck looked great. He I, looked like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he looks yes. like ba- Batfleck. Oh. How about him running in when everybody's running away from that building? Such God, that was so good. Did you notice the Robin costume? The yes, it was Jason Todd. Jason Todd's Robin costume. Yep. Oh. I'm so excited. Yeah, I hope that's a scene. I, and he's and and Batman's in the in the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah, he's in the Suicide Squad. Yes, so I don't know if that's going to be like a quick like, hey, here's Batman. Okay, we're moving on, <laughs> um, or what? But yeah, I thought that was cool. Well, I mean, I think Warner's looking at what Marvel's doing and what makes Marvel successful. It, they have to understand part of it's storytelling. Yep. Part of it's a hit and miss. I'm not a big fan. Of, I, I've seen all the Marvel movies. I'm not a fan of all of them. Fair. Uh, I, I like, I love Captain America: Winter Soldier. I think it's, f- I think they got it. I yes. think that's the best non-Avengers 
oh, I, Marvel I, movie. I think it's I think it's actually the best Marvel movie. That and Guardians. I I go back and forth. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Guardians Guardians yes is a Marvel movie, but I don't consider that like a superhero movie. It's hard that's, to compare that, with that's Guardians sci-fi. though because it's that's, such a different type of. But flip. it's so yeah. good. I mean, I'm that, just talking that's, about. That's, I'm that just is about, my favorite Marvel. I'm movie. just like, what do I enjoy? It's like I enjoyed that. Yep. And uh, my arms are doing it again. Uh, but, <laughs> But I, and so you know, Guardians and Captain America: Winter Soldier. I, I've seen Guardians more, so it, it tends to win. And then it's Avengers, and then it's like everything else is in the middle. I, you know, even Avengers Two, which was Avengers Two, more. No, <laughs> that's true. I saw it a second time, and it's so good. Is it better the second, second time? time? It's so good. You pick up on more of the plot threads and more of the details and little things. I really loved it the second okay, time. Yeah, I have to check it because I felt time. kind of the same way the first time. Like this is good. But it's not the first one in terms of just the quality. But the was, second time, oh yeah, I was just so tired after seeing the <laughs> seeing it because it's it's it starts at this high level and doesn't really let go until you get to Hawkeye's house and you're just like, <gasps> okay, I can breathe. <laughs> but you're able to to absorb that a lot better a second time because cool. you already know what's coming. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it the second time, really did. Um, but the Iron Man movies and I, Iron Man is my favorite, right? But two and three, they're weak. Yeah. Compared to the other Marvel movies, there I never saw three. Weak. I never saw it. it. I think it's worth a watch. Yeah, well, yeah. three's fun. I mean, it, yeah. it is. It's fun, it is, it, it's, but it but it's still weak. It was just one of those things. Like I, I missed the it Thor in theaters, films. and then I missed it. You know, I was just like, oh, whatever. I tried to like the Thor films, and I actually watched uh, the I Dark like, Worlds. It came on. It's on cable right now. The second one's it. okay. The first just one's like, rough, but the the second one's okay. Just like uh, just don't. But care. But people love those movies. I know that. And then it's primarily Hiddleston. That yeah. makes those movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Well, that it. and seeing uh, uh, what's-his-face with his shirt off. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm i a straight, hetero man who's married to a beautiful woman, but uh, he's a pretty man. And uh, <laughs> I'm not judging your journey. <laughs> Aaron's like, he's worthy. <laughs> he is worthy. He makes the list. Him, Nathan Fillion, Jonathan Depew. You know how it goes. <laughs> Jenny will like the shout-out. Because we know he listens to the show out of those three. One of those people yeah. listens to the show. Yeah, he he listens he listens to the show and then live tweets his his opinions back to me, which is uh, I appreciate. Uh, you know, it's a little weird. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, I like I said, I really didn't see it, so I didn't. I don't really have an opinion on it. I want to wait the three weeks till they release it when they said they're going to release they, it. I don't know why they didn't just release it Monday. Like like they didn't have the visual effects done. They looked fine in the. That's just what they said. The uh, according to Ryan Reynolds, he tweeted out and said, "Yeah, look, I see you guys watching it, but um, we want to release it, but we don't. The visual effects are not done quite yet, and we want to. We want to wait until that's done before we release it. And I could respect that. I can too. But I, you know, what I saw it looked fine. Yeah, I, mean, I like the concept uh, of a rated R superhero movie. Yep. Um, and I understand what Deadpool is, and there are a couple of comics where I've liked Deadpool, but not many. And it's just not my thing. I think it's gonna be fun. I really so you're want to go see it. I'm sure I'll see it. Oh yeah, I mean I'm a purist. <laughs> if it's a comic movie, I'm gonna see it. Right. And I'll I'm not somebody that goes in expecting to hate a movie, and I don't want to hate a movie. Right. And I can't honestly tell you I've disliked any of the super. I mean, I mean trust me, out. I've seen Planet of the Apes with you, the Tim Burton one. Remember? That was terrible. That was terrible. We went in there like this is gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. We yeah. did. Nemesis the same way. We went saw Nemesis together. We're like well, we liked it the first time, right? Because we were playing the card game. So and we're and like, we're getting new cards. And then we watch it at my so house. Get everybody together from the old comic shop, and we're watching. And we're like, and then we're like, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. This, this thing it's over so bad. and over it's again. So bad. It's, oh. it's, not, it's not Star Trek five bad, but it's pretty bad. Um, 
what was there was one other one he wanted to no that's it that was those it. are the four those are the um, four major come ones. out since then the fantastic four trailer hit so no interest it does look great god looks, no interest no it looks so i'm in i i'm oh, so really, in totally in i am i'm in i was i was out I for a while and like i'm not sure about this and then i and it looks like they're in the negative zone and i'm like i'm hoping that's what that is and, and i'm gonna tell you something all these people with this race switching thing on heroes go to hell because Michael B. Jordan is the human torch. When he talks, he has the He's attitude. Got Johnny down. I mean, yeah, everything looked, he says is like Aaron, that's Johnny Storm. Go, go, seriously, it's it's gonna. I be watched, awesome. I saw it, and I just I can't. Have you seen the, have I you can't. Seen, I can't. I can't get into seen it. A new I, one? Yes. Oh, I tried. Really? I, I can't. I can't I'm get like, into it. <laughs> I don't know if it's just. I think my, I've already my, bought my ticket. I'm so. My innate hatred of Fantastic Four may just I'm be. Not a big, I'm that's not in August, right? Yeah, it's in August. Damn, right around the corner. August seventh, right? And so I want to see Ant Man this weekend, but I I can't go to theaters to see it, so I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. <laughs> I refuse to go to theaters. We talked about this last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, we did. We talked about this. Yeah, he's got all anti theater thing going. I on. want it to be able to be released where I can watch it at home. By the way, so I I went and saw. Uh, you had a horrible experience at the movie theater. I did theater. not have a horrible experience. You had, and then you texted me in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I did because you're an asshole. <laughs> right. I wanted to do this. Okay. So uh, I I was. I was, Part of the problem. I was on the reservation, uh, and the reservation has a casino, and they have a new movie theater on the reservation. So I don't know if this is racist or not. I can't. I can't make the decision. Go ahead. I'm Porch Creek Indian, so I, I don't, know. I don't think it's racist when I, I didn't say, know if you were actually <laughs> on a real reservation or if you were making a joke. No, and I was so sad. To his apartment. <laughs> exactly. No, Sarah, no, no, no. That would be the domicile. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was on the reservation. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm always on the Porch Creek Reservation. So you're currently off the reservation. I'm currently in the... See, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let you slide, white man. Which brings us to our next topic. Sorry, no, but so uh, uh, I'm just killing some time and end up seeing Ted 2, which I enjoyed. If you like the first one, you'll like the second one. Yeah, it's, I need to get out and see it. It's silly. The best part of it is Michael Dorn. Uh, Star Trek: Next Generation's Worf. Yep, he steals that movie. Steals it. Just just walks away with it. Does I mean, he steal like it using Sam a bat? Jones did in the first one. Yes, like Sam Jones does wow. in the first one. Nice. He just. <laughs> I ain't gonna spoil it for you guys, but they're come, when you see it, come back and tell me because him and Patrick Warburton do some things in that <laughs> film that are hilarious, and it's like it's. I don't think it's funny as the first one, but it's cl- it's better than a million ways dies in the West, which I, I saw in theaters and laughed, but it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. Ted was hilarious. This was funny. More of the same, kind of just up a notch. So, you know, that's what you're going to get out of it. So, but when I get there, there's only six people in the theater. Me and this family of this mother and, like, this brood of small children. What the hell? Right. <laughs> and that's what well, I was... Well, you know, it's it's a Teddy Ruxpin movie. That's what they're taking their kids <laughs> to go see. They must have really thought that. Seriously, like, I don't think they those kids know what Teddy Ruxpin is. That's an older that's reference. True. That is. That's if there were 30-something, but not quite up there with what's happening. It's an in-between of the two. But no, there's these kids, and they had to be like between 11 and 8. And maybe, and there was, and that was what I, and we were on different sides of the theater. And there was literally nobody else in the theater. And so I was up in the hot, on the the, the last row, the top row, and then I'm separated by the projector box. And then the other side are, are, are them. So tweeting. I was disturbing no one. <laughs> sure. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, that is fair. Uh, it wasn't like you know the other week when I was talking about my mother and the light in my yeah, eye. I got you. But okay, I had to fair. like, you know, I, I immediately thought about what you said in your movie theater experience, and I was like, I blame you for this. <laughs> but the kids laughed. They ran around a little bit, but they laughed. And so, 
It didn't ruin the experience Sit for me. the hell down and watch the movie. Don't take your kids to see a movie if they can't sit through the movie. <laughs> Don't take your kid to a rated R film. Well, that too. <laughs> like if it's a kid's Seth movie, I get it. But come on. Right. Rated R film. I mean, where I, teddy bears. I'm not telling you how to parent, but I'm telling you how to parent. Hot. I don't know how we got on, onto this, but <laughs> uh, don't remember. Anyway, you know your hatred of theaters. Why yeah. trying to figure out how you're gonna see Ant Man? Yeah. Uh, before we end trailers, I do want to talk about uh, real quick because you guys didn't see it. Uh, X Men Apocalypse, Apocalypse was great, I think, mm-hmm. from what I've seen. I'm really impressed with the fact that they had something together, and they've only been they had to be doing principal photography the last three weeks. I mean, they even had uh, Olivia Munn some footage Yay. from her, and they just got her as Psylocke like last week, and so I don't know how they. I mean, literally, they've put stuff. I don't <laughs> CGI. I, it looks it's all great. fake. Apocalypse. And it looks neat. I think. Um, I it's it's very early. I, th- I know there's going to be more to him, but Apocalypse. I was worried about because he's such a. It's a bizarre design. It's a Simonson design originally. Yeah, so it's got a weird aesthetic. Right, and so it's like, how do you make that come? Because you can't. That cannot. Right. Without looking ridiculous, it looks like you know. Without looking like you know Stallone and Judge Dredd, who looked ridiculous in that. Right. But <laughs> absolutely. But, you know, but uh, uh, Oscar Isaac it looked uh, awesome in that. So we're gonna have a two for we have Star Wars, and then mm-hmm. you know, as Apocalypse, the X Wing Driver. But but you know, you Just guys didn't see it. There's not much to dwell on that. But yeah. it looked really. You, you saw a little bit of everybody. Scott, Jane, uh, who is I guess a Stark from. Yeah, Sansa. Sansa. She's Sansa Stark. I have to remember what Stark. Really? Yeah, Sansa Stark is Jean Grey. Huh. And we have Jubilee in it, and we have... What do I feel about uh, that? I don't know. They Nightcrawler. Nightcrawl, they showed Nightcrawl in the show. The kid Sto- from Let Me In. And they um, they showed Storm, and Storm's got the Mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. And They uh, announced who the horsemen were. I couldn't believe they put that out there in the ether. Yeah, they, they showed the movie. You, you, saw the, the, you saw the horsemen, mm-hmm. and it looks... It was even more interesting who they were. Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear who they were. Oh, well, do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> Magneto, who was never associated with Apocalypse at all in the comics. Right. Like, I don't think ever one time outside of Age so of is Apocalypse. It, what, it's it, uh, what's his face? Uh, yeah. Fassbender. Yeah. Storm. Okay, yeah. Psylocke, and of course, Angel. Interesting. So, the, so that makes... I guess... Well, X3 is X3 is gone, so I guess you can have Angel. Yep. I had a friend of mine we were discussing about this because Jubilee's in two. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, but she's in the 80s now. So oh, just just get the continuity. It's over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going to bring Havoc forward. <laughs> right. And he and Cyclops are brothers, but really he should be about 20 years older than Cyclops. He's older yep. brother. He's his older brother. He's his much older brother. <laughs> Daddy was fun. And Cor- <laughs> anyway, Corsair was good around, right? <laughs> Corsair was around. <laughs> Don't go there, Aaron. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, uh, just, you know. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> no comment. Um, I can go in all kinds of directions. That's oh. a totally different, important report. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys see the Heroes trailer? Nope. I heard no. good things, though. I'm, and it has Zachary Levi, so I'm sold. I'm on the fence, and then I saw Hero at the end, and I'm like, I'll give this a shot. I liked Hero's first season. It was really, really good and really interesting. It was. And then Rider Strike ruined that mo- that right. show. That Rider Strike killed that show, and so I'm in. I'll check it out. But it's like anything else on NBC. I'll love it, and they'll cancel it. God damn you, Hannibal! Exactly. <laughs> Saturday nights now. Moved it to Saturdays. <laughs> it's like 
We're just going to kick you in the crotch right. as we s- send you out the door. It's like, well, you're going to have to watch it online now. <laughs> Listen, it's it's great that the Fox executives moved over to NBC. I really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'm still angry about Firefly. Um, <laughs> but you get um, Conman, which has a Firefly premise. Yes, that was it does. one of my I'm favorite. Forward to that. Yeah, Conman looked really. Yeah, oh, wow. Conman looked really really good. I meant to. Uh, I was going to back that on the Indiegogo, and I didn't because I ran out of time and money. So. That happens. Well, you'll get to buy it on Vimeo, which is weird. Woohoo! Um, all right. So uh, I think we've I think we've covered trailers <laughs> pretty we, thoroughly. Yeah, we've we've covered everything on that. So, so. How, how do we feel? Star Wars, thumbs up, thumbs up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I'm on thumbs up. Okay. What about Suicide Squad? Thumbs up. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Superman, Batman. Thumbs up. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Uh, cautiously. And what was the last one? Deadpool. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. I I will wait. I'll abstain until I actually see. My the only issue with Deadpool really is the director. The director is is not proven, and uh, he's he's a guy who's done a lot of visual effects and done a bunch of short films, but he's not done a feature. And for a first feature, I'm kind of nervous about that. But you know, I know how you say you're not seeing the full. full I, yeah. You no, know, I saw what I saw on the self. I understood what was going on. I got it. Ryan Reynolds nails it. Yeah. Nails the Deadpool. So that I think. I mean, and that's what you really want to see. You just want to see this. And I'm not a Deadpool fan. I've never been a Deadpool fan, but I get it. And it looked, you know, I'm going to go see this being entertained. And I, I and that's what's going to happen. It's going to win awards, no, but it's going to make a lot of money that weekend. I, I, I selfishly, I want it to be super successful because I want more rated R superhero movies. I agree with that. You know, um, I think that just, uh, just go to Netflix and watch Daredevil. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, seriously, yeah, no, want, I want a good, I want a good superhero movie. Have you, no, have you seen the show? Oh, the Dare, yes, Daredevil show. I mean, Sorry, you, seriously, I thought you meant the Ben Affleck no, no, Daredevil, no. and I was like, uh, no, not but, good. But but give credit where credit is due. Uh, the Ben Affleck Daredevil is the reason why I like Daredevil, not because of the movie, but Marvel put out a twenty nine cent issue that month. Interesting. And because we had a bunch of them at the store, I gave them out to all the all the kids. It's a great Ben just wrote the issue. It's a really great issue. It's uh Stiltman. Come, oh, I remember that. Yeah, Stiltman goes to Matt Murdock and says, "Look, Stiltman. He's like, I'm out. You can have my suit." And this is when Matt Murdock they had outed him. <laughs> the FBI had outed him, or the tabloids had outed him. And he, you know, Matt Murdock's like, "I can't take the suit because if I take the suit, that acknowledges that I'm Daredevil. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not Daredevil." And it's it's I was sold. And um, Typhoon Mary's in it, and I think Gladiator's mm-hmm. in it for a bit, and it's. I you know I and I started writing, reading the whole business run of that and I love it so. But and if then you he wanted, Ultimate Spider Man, and you know I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh, all right, so I've got a topic. I've got I've got something I want to talk about. Uh, I love you too. Uh huh. I love you too. Yes, finally. <laughs> no, the response is I know. No, 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 <laughs> uh, no. no. I've been waiting long enough to hear those words that uh, you know I get to be excited, but. Last week, uh, on Sunday, uh, the uh, my favorite online company, Rooster Teeth, released a red versus blue PSA. Hashtag uh, Rooster Teeth. Yep, hashtag Rooster Teeth. Uh, talking about trigger warnings. And you don't know what a trigger warning is. I was about to ask. For our listeners, yeah. what's a trigger warning? Because I had to ask before we started, started the podcast. Uh, a trigger warning is when uh, it's, it's essentially it's something that goes on before... You uh, like before a, a show or down in the description if it's online or if you're doing a blog entry and you're talking about certain topics, you put at the top, you know, trigger warning and then some of the uh, topics that quote unquote may cause, uh, may trigger what it's supposed to be for triggering post traumatic stress disorder, 
symptoms and and such. So um, like. This episode is edited for time. Some materials not may not be suitable for younger audiences. Kinda, but more <laughs> like uh, like this uh, this this episode of the Laporte and Porter Important Report uh, contains jokes about rape. If you put that at the beginning, people are going to go, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, I had something horrible happen to me uh, when I was in college, and so I don't want to listen to this because I don't think jokes about rape are funny," which is fair. I get that aspect. However. Um, the problem I have, and, and the PSA was great because essentially they went through and talked about, uh, they kind of poked fun at trigger warnings for a while because what trigger warnings have become is anytime uh, something makes somebody uncomfortable or not happy, like uh, somebody makes a joke about uh, genocide, for instance, today with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, people go, oh, the, uh, the, the no, trigger warning for people who suffer from things that have to do with genocide it's like shut up you that is not that is not what a trigger warning is for um so they kind of poke fun at it and they they in the end say you know we're not going to do any trigger warnings because you kind of know what we are and if you don't know what we are you'll figure it out pretty quickly um my thoughts on trigger warnings is while I feel, you know, I feel for folks who actually have some sort of PTSD, uh, whether they be from horrible things that have happened in their life or soldiers coming back from fighting overseas, um, I feel for them. But for the most part, most people don't have those issues. And if I'm a content creator, which I am, I shouldn't have to put things at the beginning of my content to tell you, hey, I'm going to say this, this, and this, and that may offend you. I don't care if it offends you, to be honest with you. If it offends you, good. If you don't want to listen to my content or watch my content because it offends you, that's fine. Don't watch it. I don't have to make content to please you. But uh, when it comes to anything with violence and all of that, somebody who's been in war is and has post-traumatic stress disorder knows not to watch uh, Black Hawk Down. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. They know not to watch Man that. Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> uh, they I mean, know- if you've ever been assaulted in an IHOP, you never watch Man, <laughs> Man of Steel. <laughs> but you, they know not to watch That's that. a deep joke, Kevin. You can laugh at that one. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually, uh, you know, I had mentioned to Kevin that I wanted to talk about this. Uh, and one of the reasons why I wanted uh, to talk about this on the show is, A, I think trigger warnings are stupid. Uh, but they're becoming very prevalent, uh, especially due to Tumblr and whatnot. But Kevin, you work in uh, outside of your normal uh, inverse press duties. Uh, <laughs> you you work in the mental health uh, industry. That explains a it. lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on on trigger warnings? I'm I'm really I'm really really interested. Well, I mean. To me, it's just an extension of the existing culture where people are just chomping at the bit to tell you how offended they are and how upset they are by everything you say. Yep. Um, it's a way to force any con- any content creator to have to anticipate everybody's hurt feelings, which is impossible. You know, as a mental health professional, as a rational human being who doesn't believe in the supernatural, there are no telepaths. As much as I wish there were, there are no telepaths. Come on, Jean Grey. <laughs> Just that one in particular would be awesome. To have. Right. <laughs> Come to my window. <laughs> Sorry, God. But, All the uh, jokes I could make, but I'm just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Emma Frost, because she'll make you think she's Jean Grey. <laughs> right, Cyclops? That's good enough. That's right. 
I like your Cyclops <laughs> voice. That's right. I like Cyclops. <laughs> Baby X Men. That's done by Scotty Young. Go. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a lose lose situation to have trigger warnings to have to require trigger warnings. Yeah. Because there's no way you can anticipate everything. Well, no one's requiring you to have trigger warnings. They're just there are people who there are people who now. yeah there are a lot of people who think that it should be required. But it's not, but it's not a requirement. I agree. They you know they, it's 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 they think it should be a requirement. And right now, while the internet's free, it's never going. It's not going to be a requirement until the until one day they whoever the powers may be shackle down the wild west. That is the internet. Right. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> More like Obama. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, yeah, just thank Trump next election. I'm voting him because I want a super villain finally in the God. office. But you know, I, um, I just him and his magic toupee. <laughs> I I got into um, an internet argument because it happens. Um, Troll. Just say no, Aaron. Don't I know. do it. Uh, Don't do it. It was it was more of it was more of a, a, a community wide discussion on the Rooster Teeth site back uh, about six months ago, maybe. Um, they did a, an episode of On the Spot, which was live, and uh, it's a lot of uh, improv uh, type stuff. And it's not a, nearly improv- as good as Posted. It's uh, well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's much better than Posted. <laughs> no, um, no, Posted's amazing. Oh well, thank you, sir. Um, but Inversepress.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging everything. <laughs> Just plug it all. Uh, but they El Diablo they, Rosa. <laughs> they had uh, they had Gavin and Jeff on a, on a team. White Bush. Uh, no, uh, Gavin Free <laughs> and Jeff Ramsey. Uh, on a team, and they ended up making, um, you know, because it's improv, and sometimes improv, as somebody who's done improv, I can tell you, it goes off the rails, and it's real tough to kind of get it pulled back because you you really, your brain gets stuck where you're like, nope, this is the joke, this is the joke I'm going with, and I'm running with this joke, and we're, and it gets to the point to where it can get a little uncomfortable, depending on the subject matter. They made uh, a couple jokes about uh, rape, on a college campus, uh, but it was like uh, it was rape of a monster, I believe, and a monster campus. Um, so uh, but they, they they were they were sitting there making those jokes, and and people were like, "Well, when you put this up, because it was shown live, and then they take it and they cut it, and then they put it, you know, on YouTube and whatnot." People, there were people saying you should not release this because there are people who. Have had who've been sexually assaulted, and um, they would not find this funny. Uh, you should, if you do release this, you better have a trigger warning at the beginning. <laughs> or um, it, you know, that there were people calling for Jeff, uh, Jeff and Gavin's. They were calling for their jobs, and I just went. So I was, I was like, who gets to decide what is controversial? Well, not controversial. Who gets to decide what is too far? Who gets to decide that that's the line? And we say, well, jokes about this are funny, but we should never make jokes about this. Because I've heard some jokes about rape that are hilarious. Listen to Anthony Jeselnik of of Comedy Central Roast fame. Um, He has a stand-up called Caligula? Yes. Yeah. Um, And he, he he makes a couple jokes in there about rape that are actually really funny because of the way he phrases them. But there are people who believe that no jokes about rape should ever be made. And that's fine. I respect your opinion, but I can also tell you that you're wrong. 
and that if you don't like those jokes, don't watch the content. Don't go listen to Anthony Jeselnik. You don't have to like everything that's made. Well, like any argument with free speech, once you start to censor one thing, where do you draw the line yep. of censoring the next? And that's one of the and things that caused Reddit to have a bunch of problems this week. Yeah, I mean, it, people are going to be offensive. There are people with just bad taste. Like Max. You're right there. there. Like Max has, <laughs> has a bad taste, apparently. Oh, poor Max. Uh, people with no class, they're going to make awful jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. About things. I mean, the jokes about 9-11 started on 9-11. Yep. And Gilbert Gottfried. Nobody wanted to hear it. It's horrible. But That's how Gilbert Gottfried don't, lost the Affleck kid. It is. But you don't throw those people in prison. Nope. No, their employers can fire them. Yep. I don't think and, anyone's and throwing they, people in prison yet. <laughs> but people would want that. Oh, people they want a lot them of things, to be but sanctioned. Okay. This happens in other countries, though. But it doesn't other, happen, it doesn't other happen here. Other developed countries. It doesn't happen here, though, and it's not going to happen here. I, and the reason why it won't happen here because we're a bit too much like John Wayne. We'll sure. say stuff like that, but it, it just gets into the rhetoric. I, I, I'm not, I, I don't expect to have censorship uh, censorship camps. I don't expect to have Christian death camps either. Sure. So <laughs> I hear both sides of that. I'm like, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> Jade Helm, Jade <laughs> That's the name of my rock band, Christian Death Camp. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Yes, I know. For the Bible tells me so. Awesome. I can't wait to the next concert. I mean, I get what you guys say. And and so I I, I see both sides. Uh-huh. And as a content creator. I was about to say, you're a content I'm creator. I'm a content creator, and, but I'm careful about Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should do a content creator podcast. CCPC. <laughs> CCCP? CCPC. <laughs> content Creator Podcast. <laughs> you know, as a, as a content creator, mm-hmm. I tend not to do things like that because those subjects do not interest me. Right. Not as, not the, and then not interestingly, like, I don't care about them. It's like, those are subjects that. They're not going to enter the entertainment you're creating. Right, right. Then right. You, Mop's never going to get raped in something. That's just not sorry. I'm just, Great. Now we got to put a trigger warning on this thing. I'm just, I'm it's sorry. a very special episode <laughs> of the Mopcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. And I hate to be blunt like that, but in what I do, that's not going to happen. Right. But I understand that if I'm going to do that kind of stuff and if I'm going to do that for profit, Mm-hmm. I mean, my idea is to make as much profit as I possibly can. So I'm going to try to get as many people as I can right. to listen. And so I understand the the desire for a trigger warning. And I think it's pretty. It's okay if if a company decides arbitrarily if they want to do trigger warnings, they can do. I don't think we'll ever get to a point until the wild west and the internet becomes this, until it comes shackled. And I hope that never happens. Right. I don't think we'll ever be forced to do do do, do such a thing. I and I, I don't think the public. You. I think the public will look at the next shiny thing. Well, I think what happens is that there becomes such a huge outcry from whatever niche audience some of these entities have that they're forced to respond in some way. So, do you think Rooster Teeth's gonna? I mean, I mean, I know they did uh, did their their. This is where we stand, right? But the next time that they do it and they get the outcry, I mean, can they take the hit? Yes, because they've already uh, they've already done it uh, about four or five times. So, so since it, then, and the reason why is because uh, I think they've realized that it's a vocal minority that says that you need to do this. Um, but the problem, the and the problem I have isn't so much that 
uh, there are people who have this opinion that it needs to be out there. It's that if you don't agree with them, well, you're a horrible person because obviously you don't care about your fellow human being. And I'm like, I care about everybody, but I also live in the real world. And I know that there people are going to say things that offend me and, and I just go, okay, well, that was offensive. Let me move on. Oh, I think it's you worse. Know. I think actually it's worse for as a content creator. And I don't know if you guys experience because I'm very active on social media. I know Aaron is. You're not so much because it's not your thing. It's you know you you do what you've got to do, but you, you don't like like you hang on Twitter. I hang on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter all day. I hang on Facebook too. I have caught myself a million times writing things on one of those social media platforms and instantly hitting delete because I know it's going to hurt. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Readership or listenership or whatever in the future. I, you know, I have opinions. I have political opinions. I have mm-hmm. social opinions that I can, I'm not free to express because I have to look at the, I, I'm playing the long game with this network. Right. <laughs> you know, That's right. I, you put that out there yeah, and you're branded. And I'm branded. You know, I can't say certain things. So, you know, uh, but, it, but if you look at other situations, similar types of things, not just the rooster teeth, but you look at the Spider Woman, Milo Monera cover from Marvel where she's, you know, on the on the rooftop ug- on all four. It was a very ugly cover. <laughs> it, whatever your taste may be, it turned a, into a firestorm for a minute, and then went away like everything but else does. Did they ever print that cover? Nope, they never printed it. It was censored. You know, they was they, they refused to print it because of that uproar. Well, I mean, they're looking at dollars you know, so, and cents, so it does work. I mean, it does they're, they're looking the uproar at the- does work? Well, yeah, and and you have to in dollars because print comics are going down, and it's yeah. like I mean, on the especially with the, with the the big the big two, and so I mean that's why they do movies because they're not making money straight up. Doing com- actually, comics are stronger; they're, the market's improving. It's but not to us, not to where it would be self sustaining for them. That's uh, why they, that's why they have it to. Is. No, no, mostly for them, but for even down to the image level, um, comic companies are flourishing right now. Well, but they, do, they mean, do have to, but they have to respond to that. But Marvel and DC respond more than the indies do. Right. And if you just go look at what Image is putting out, the kind of cutting edge stuff that has some sexual content, and some of it's pretty out there, the the Matt Fraction books, mm-hmm. and the Sex Criminals, things like that, and they're not getting an uproar. Now I think Saga does from time to time because Vaughn does some. Well, it comes crazy down, it comes shit. down to popularity too. It's awesome. I mean, if you're a popular, you know, if. You know, red red versus blue is the popular web series. Red versus blue, it is. I mean, there are a it lot is. of people who watch that. Um, I own the Blu-rays, uh, so you know, it's it's like there's this this expectation of well, I've enjoyed your content for X number of years, and now suddenly you're making jokes that offend me. And well, I think that because you're making these jokes, you should have a warning before the before. Before this, so I know that oh, I may be offended and I may not want to watch this. And I go, yeah, but that kind of ruins it for everyone else. Can we put a, war- a trigger warning for uh, episode two? Yeah, <laughs> trigger warning for okay. Let's let's come up with trigger warnings for episode two. Uh, bad movies cause you to go into deep depression. Don't watch this. Yeah, uh, if, my, if my you trigger- don't like childhood rape <laughs> or your childhood raped. <laughs> uh, that's so. Those are very different things, <laughs> yeah. Scotty. Yeah, that's actually uh, the. <laughs> Two different ends of that spectrum. You saw a different cut of that movie than I saw. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> what did Anakin do to the sand people? Good Lord. That's what everyone did no, to Anakin. Anakin. No. Annie. Annie. This is wizard. <laughs> so, 
my 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 final thoughts on trigger warnings are that <laughs> thank you, Jerry Springer. Give yeah. us your final thoughts. Final thoughts uh, that they're not really. I don't see where they're needed because it's only a very small percentage of the population that actually has any type of post-traumatic stress disorder. If you do not have that, if something offends you, don't watch the content. If you watch something and it doesn't offend you, but you feel it might offend someone else, you are the biggest problem we have. Don't be mad for other people. Be mad for yourself. And that's it. Social justice warrior. Yeah. It's it's just let let other people, if they're angry, that's fine. But don't say, well, I don't have these issues, but somebody may have these issues, and we need to not do this. And hypothetically, it's, you could ruin somebody's hypothetical life. But yeah. But let's let us let us let's not talk about hypothetics and let's talk about realism. You know, you, you talk about, you know, being careful about censorship and stuff, but you want to talk about the real I mean that's 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 why movies have a warning a rating system. So sure. games have a rating. We talked about this last week about about But it, but they're very vague. And you and and it's one of those things to where I know what I'm getting from a Deadpool movie. I don't need to know that it's rated R. But but I know you've what ever, I'm you, you but you'll see why it's rated R cuz it, it has a sure. it, it has that games are the same way. I ignore that way. though. <laughs> so do I. I never I mean it. I do too, but I'm just saying I mean <laughs> but a lot of people don't. I mean right. I mean that that prevents and in, in, in real size, supposed to, it's supposed to prevent kids from buying them and, and, and kids sure. from going to see them, walking. In but as you said, the internet is is the wild, wild west. Currently. So yeah. if I put out content and it's full of whatever and uh, and it offends somebody or somebody goes, I have no interest in watching this, which is posted every Sunday, um, uh, then I, I shouldn't have to change my content and, for and, you. And I think I think that's what's going to make the difference in this. Um there there are a handful of even back then there was a handful and there's less now because of what way it all works. Mm-hmm. There's a handful of movie studios and production right. companies. Right. And so they they were kind of forced to change to match what they to, wanted. To, well, yeah, well the you know, the government was going to make them do a warning. The problem the, the uh, and so they they started they self-police now, which is horrible, but Right. what you know, you look at what's going to be with the government doing it or, or or they doing it on their own. And the same way with television, same way with video games. The difference is is that the internet's so big, you can do post it in your own studio. I can do Mopcast wherever I do Mopcast. Uh Kevin can print inverse press comics wherever, or do digital comics or whatever. We're on my internet, but there's so many of us. You cannot police us all. Right. You can't. There's right. there's not enough resources. There's not enough time. No one cares that much. Right. And so the only the only time that we're gonna ever have to worry about that stuff is when when our readership or listeners, our customers, because that's what they are. I mean, right. you know, our customers is when they decline, when or they, they go away, when they start voting with their dollars and going somewhere else. Right. Or their listens when they when they don't like something. So I agree with it. Trig- Trigger wars is not an answer. Yeah, it's not. And, uh, and it, like I said, if if you're somebody with PTSD, I get it. But uh, it, remarkably, most of the comments that I read on on that uh, PSA, uh, the folks who actually you know there were folks who were like, hey, look, I fought in in Iraq. I have clinical PTSD. I have I have a piece of paper that says I have that. I had no problem with this video. I thought it was funny. You know, another uh, another uh, chick said that when she was in college, bad things happened to her. She thought the video was funny. And yet you had so many people saying, well, 
this may offend someone, so you shouldn't have done this. And it's just like, what? If it didn't offend you, why do you care? Well, but what it boils down to is like so many other things. People have to be responsible for themselves that's and it. not expect me to anticipate what I need to be responsible for for them. Right. And if they were, then they would know certain things they don't need to watch, they don't need to read yeah. if it upsets them and they need to be in treatment. But yep. it gets, it gets, I mean, it's easy for us because we're in, we have niche we have niche audiences mm-hmm. and, uh, and we have small audiences, but for the for the people who are looking at, at wider audiences and, and trying to make maximize it, I mean it's I, it's difficult. Sure. I mean I can understand, but the, you have to make that decision. You have to, and and I think Rooster Teeth has done a great job of making that decision of saying, look, we understand that some of you may be offended by some of our content. The only thing we can tell you is that we're going to make this content, and you can watch it or you can't. But see, and, I think they get it. away with that because they they are so there's they're still they still have an inch audience. True. Try Lionsgate or Warner Brothers or or Disney and and see if they do that. I think Disney would pull something before they would. Well, look at Nick. Nick, Nick somebody, let's talk about the Confederate flag real quick. Regardless of how you feel okay. about, regardless of how you feel about the, the the flag, Nickelodeon pulled the Dukes of Hazard. Which yeah. I think is a, a step too far. Well, Apple pulled every game, game that, that had, had to do with the Civil War. It, yeah. Also, over that's an overreaction thing. Right, and you know, I think I think what they're going, what they're both doing is they're going to they, they preemptively pull things and they'll just quietly return it. Yeah, and, they're and, laying low. Yeah, they're laying low, and so so people are like, "Well, they pulled the Dukes of Hazard six weeks later. You won't hear about it. It'll quietly come back." And yeah. Good old like, boys. Like it, I know it's 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 really stupid to pull the Dukes of Hazard because of the flag on the car. But who's screaming for it to come back? I mean, honestly, a 40-year-old show. <coughs> My hand is in the air. From Daisy you know, Dukes. I, you know, I honestly can't remember where I've, I've seen a, a whole episode. And I can't remember the last time I saw a piece of an episode. Like I saw a whole episode when I was eight years old. I saw, I, the, remember, I saw the movie with Johnny Knoxville. I did, too. And they made fun of the Confederate flag in Atlanta. That yep. was a funny bit. But that's... Because uh, Thomas Lennon wrote it, so yeah, and he's a genius. <laughs> but you know, it's just I just I don't understand the outrage over that part of <laughs> of pulling that show. I off can't the watch air. this. I that think car is offensive. <laughs> I, I, I think. Well, it's, I mean, I, the people that want it to come back so bad too. I mean, on both sides of the Dukes of Hazard argument, who gives a damn? <laughs> you know what? I'd like to see come back. Knight Rider. But the, the other th- my other favorite part from the Confederate flag argument is the golfer who's got his own version, his own generally. He's like, I'm gonna paint it. Watson, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thank you because I I don't follow golf or whatever. That's cool. I, I, yep. <laughs> I'm like, he's never been to my house, <laughs> and so. Emma Smith been, also if you haven't from, been to Scotty's house or he hasn't been to your house. He doesn't know who you are. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. It's just the fact. Just, who are you? He doesn't care. You haven't <laughs> been to his house. He hasn't been to your house. Invite him to your house. Maybe he'll care. Uh, maybe I'll remember. I just want, I have to have familiar things. We worked <laughs> together for years. He had never been to my house. He could not remember my name. It's like invited him to my house once. It's he's like, like that, oh hey, you're Aaron. Yeah, it's what's like up? you're that guy. <laughs> but there's an outcry about like, well, someone should stop him from painting over that car. I'm like. It's his car. He can it's his car. It. Shut up. He can paint it pink with uh, with uh, unicorns on it. That's fine. That's good old. He boy. owns it. He. You don't own the car. He's trying not to lose his sponsorships. <laughs> Dang. Right. He's Let looking, the man paint his flag. The, paint, paint his, and the same thing. The same thing with the the trigger warnings. They're just trying to keep their money. Yeah. And so you know people vote. For, but I, I, I think Rooster's in a good place. We're in a good place. I yep. mean I don't. 
if we ever get to the point where we're making hundreds of millions of dollars, then I bet we have a very different tune about this whole thing. I don't. You know why? Because I would have gotten there doing this. And if I change it and say, well, I've done this the whole time, and it brought me success. Yeah, how much are you afraid to lose if you've gained that much? You know? Yeah. I, I, I think on a grander scale, I think as it gets bigger, it's, it gets more cumbersome about sure. how, to, how to keep that. I mean, I mean, Disney, when they were small, didn't care. I mean, and Disney has always, I mean, Disney ha- really has been small until uh, mid-80s. I mean, they had theme parks, but they, those theme parks were costing them more money than anything. I mean, I mean Eisner comes in and really restructures after, after Disney's son-in-law. I don't know a lot about Walt Disney because I read this biography. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed with him. And so, you know, Eisner comes in and kind of kind of stabilizes the company and builds it into what it is. And so, you know, Disney then could take could take those chances. Now, I don't think so. I don't, you know. Oh, yeah. All right. So, trigger warnings, we all kind of have same. I think it's a fascinating. Cause, yeah. I mean, I've never. It's something I've never really discussed Look about. Into it. And, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I learned something today on the important report. There you go. <laughs> and you have one final topic. What was it? Oh, today history has been made. Pluto. Oh, Pluto. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. that history's been like. I don't know what history. Uh, it's yeah. getting late. <laughs> All right, old Grandpa. Man, old man. <laughs> old man. Kevin, just like, well, it's, it's getting close to Whitland time. <laughs> That's right. The New Horizons spacecraft passed. That's Pluto right. New Horizons, day. the credit union from space. <laughs> Right here, Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> they did not. They did not fund that piano size. They didn't. No. Oh, damn. But, uh, they won a contest. <laughs> it would have it been, was. It was either going to be that or BBVA Compass or Navy Federal. <laughs> Navy Federal. Wachovia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it passed within eight thousand miles. Bank of America <laughs> probe. Bank of America was already probed for a mortgage. City Group. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Kevin. We are we are just shitting all over your thing. Go ahead. How? Ing. <laughs> We make space probes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other banking institutions. <laughs> Morgan Stanley. <laughs> we treat Wells right. Fargo. <laughs> Wells Fargo would have been awesome for it because their whole his, the history of, is, is like stagecoach and stuff. They should have had the naming rights to it. Could have been like the Pony Express of, of space probes. <laughs> Please stop saying probes. I, I'm having I, I'm having a PTSD. It's what it is, a space probe. I need a trigger warning before this for probes. Probe. There's something you want to talk this about? Episode. Were you abducted? This episode, this episode contains probes. <laughs> so okay. much talking about probes. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, Are you Mulder? So it, fly, it, it flew near Pluto, which was cool. Yeah, so it's out there in the Kuiper Belt, which is a, a second large uh, asteroid belt at the edge of the solar system. And uh, it's been collecting a lot of really fascinating data about Pluto. Such as? Um, they're not going to make it a planet again, I bet. No, well, no. absolutely not, because it's still <laughs> it's not. It's two-thirds the size of the moon. Yep. Like, the moon is like, suck it, Pluto. <laughs> New, the New Horizons web page has the perfect picture of it. The, it's it's a picture of the Earth with North America, yeah. and they put Pluto in America. It fits like right in North nice. America. It's like it's yeah. I was like, oh, I get it now. That's a baby planet. Yeah, that's <laughs> we a need dwarf to take planet. Take it over, right? If America will fit there, <laughs> yeah, it will. It totally will. It was like <laughs> we're going to Pluto, and uh, uh, Karen, uh, the moon is the size of Texas. Which I didn't know. I thought it was closer inside, but I mean, Texas relative is a big yeah. part of the United States. But you know, seeing that comparison was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
That um, gives you an idea. What I'm excited about this is that this this first time this is you know a this is history. Uh huh. You know we this is the farthest that man has been out and, and seen stuff. Uh, and but I got flashbacks to I want to say 1986 when we saw Neptune for the first time mm-hmm. when we, uh, uh, the God of Water. No, oh, the planet. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Vo- Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Uranus actually is how you pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Uranus. They changed it. They were like, okay, we've got to get rid of these your jokes. butthole. <laughs> it, needs, it, it needs a PR new your PR pee-pee. campaign. Um, but um, we're rebooting it. I, I want to say it was eighty six, eighty seven, and uh, <laughs> what's? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to be all serious and sentimental here. Uh, what was cool about that? I was in third or fourth grade, and the only time you saw anything from it, like really detailed, was you had to get the National Geographic. That National Geographic, yeah. where you saw the 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 giant glossy photos from this, and now we got a picture from the spacecraft mm-hmm. four and a half hour, five hours. I think they waited a half hour before they sent it to us, and on Instagram. Yep. My old man brain went, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fascinated, like. By the t- you know we're 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 doing this podcast in the evening of 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 um the fourteenth, yep. so sure. the day it hits Tuesday's the day so yep. it's been there all day. Um, by the time I get home, we should already be seeing things from it. Yeah, the, the really close shots. The really really yeah. close shots, and like you know that's from like you know seeing Manhattan from orbit because yeah. it did a flyby of Earth before it. Yeah. For you know because I've been following this for for nine years, I've been really really excited for this because. You know, I I loved I really as a kid loved space exploration. This I'm as a kid I always wanted to be an astronaut until I found out they didn't carry blasters or lightsabers. Oh, and then I was like, I'll just lame. make movies instead and write stories because that's what I can do. But um, and then I took an astronomy class in in college, which almost killed my love for space. <laughs> I was like, the Wait, wor- there's math involved. No, it wasn't. Not this level. Screw it, that. It was just like I just don't care about. There's like. It's a 16-week course. There was at least 10 weeks on, like, stars. I just didn't care. After It's like, I want to talk about the planets. And he, like, he did it right at the end, and he rushed it. And it was like, I like that stuff because that's what I know. That's in my, it's my house. It's in my yard. That's the stuff I, I'm interested in. Right. But, no, I'm talking about, you know, Beetlejuice three times. and <laughs> Sorry. But on phone Right. And so I just, Scotty, you know, bring in the comedy. Right. I, I just, you know... I, 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 so I've been really excited about about New Horizons. I've been ex- following it all the way through. I've, I've been watching it from dot to yeah. to. I mean, but that image this morning. I, I saw it seven a.m. this morning. Was, cool. oh. So I thought it, I, th- I thought it was really cool. Um, two thoughts. First, I thought uh, I, I did read. I did do some reading on it today. Oh, look I at you doing the research. I know, right? <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting that we only have like one percent. Of the data that it currently has, right. it's yep. going to take sixteen months to get all of it back <laughs> yes. to us, and then process it, analyze it. Yeah, and the the speed makes uh, dial up look fast, which is kind of you know it, it it makes you realize just how good we have it actually here on Earth, where you can you know stream a movie. You couldn't stream a picture from this thing. Um, what's well, what's really interesting is that we launched it with technology that's ten years old. Yep. And we're using technology ten years old. Yep. I don't know. If you guys saw the documentary on, that they released? I guess a month into it, when, when everything was because uh, New Horizons woke up about a month ago out of its deep hibernation. Yeah. They, they activated it so it could start looking. At, and when they did that, they 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 showed this the history of New Horizons and uh, the 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 fault starts they had they had two or three fault starts getting to Pluto. 
one of the most interesting things about it that most of the mission control crew have been on it for 10 years. So wow. you see these young, fresh-faced young 20-somethings, and now they're these disgruntled 30-somethings. <laughs> or 40 still working for the government. But they're finally getting... And they're, but they really sacrificed their, this 10 years of life for yeah. this one moment. Yep. And, 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 I mean, there's years of research afterwards. But for this, I mean, I mean, you got in this for the long haul, and that's amazing to me. Yep. The, but I, I am going to play devil's advocate, because I, I, I honestly think it's really cool that, that all this is happening. To be but, the devil. <laughs> but I, but I want to play devil's advocate for a second. Kevin, Scotty, why should I care about Pluto? It's all the way out there. It's not even a planet. And in the grand scheme of things, wouldn't that money been be better used elsewhere? Such as? Cancer research. I can assure you there's far more money spent on cancer in a year <laughs> I than was spent on this whole mission. I, I'll, I'll back that it's up. It's a relatively it. inexpensive mission. Yep. But the information that they collect from these kinds of explorations... Is going to lead to all kinds of advancements, just like it has with every other every other planet. Pretty soon, we're going to, you know at some point, as much as I hated uh, that Christopher Nolan movie Interstellar, it's terrible. But some of the <laughs> no comment from that movie, some of the morals from that movie, <laughs> I liked it. Are, are you know real? Like at some point, we're going to have to leave the planet, not right. entirely, but some people, you know, in order to find other resources. And we learn about other bodies in space and what their capabilities are for sustaining life with this type of exploration. And not only that, but every mission gives us more knowledge about how to do safer and shorter and uh, more certain in terms of transmitting data missions. Yeah. So it's, it's all, I mean, this is probably one of the, the most technologically advanced so far, not involving Mars because it's so close. Right. And so everything we've done with Mars has been like between when New Horizons launched. It's and true. Now, you know. And why are we... Uh, I'll, I'll also can right. I can I do the the less noble one? Yes, man. We get we'll get cool movies out of this. After man, did you see like Event Horizon? That happened out of Neptune, and that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about it. I was like, I remember when Neptune was first seen. Lawrence Fishburne, baby. <laughs> right, right, right. But and baby bear, bear, baby bear. I love it, man. New uh, event. I want Event Horizon too because you know it's ripe for a sequel. I love that movie, but. It's a cool, sp- it's a great space horror film, mm-hmm. but outside Neptune, and, and it's like an accurate looking Neptune, and you know I'm excited for that kind of stuff. I can't wait Revenge to see Revenge of the Plutonians. Whatever they do, I mean, you know, my mother today when Attack I Attack of the Clones, my Plutonians. mother, God love my mother, uh, I showed her the the Pluto planet, yeah, you know, the 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 picture, and uh-huh. she was like, okay, where are the dinosaurs? And I just looked, I went, what did you get that from? She's like, I thought there'd be dinosaurs there, and I'm like. Are you crazy, or is that just your man? I just couldn't figure it out. But I'm was like, she joking? But then again, serious? I'm like, you know, that would be awesome. We'd be like, <laughs> wow. It's like, it's like, did you? Um, so there was 2001, the the, the movie. There's also a book series with it. Clark wrote, uh, and in 2010, which I think is also a fun movie. It's not nearly as good as the first one, but it's it's a it's a fun movie on its own. But in the book version, they find life on Europa, and you, you see these weird, you know. Uh, Lizard things, or snake things that live under the ice uh-huh. that surface to look for the sun, and then they saw the the Chinese landed there, and they saw the lights, and they just ate the Chinese because they're like they didn't understand what the lights were. <laughs> but I'm like, maybe that's what like Pluto's like. You know, you see, like, what is this thing? And just eat the space probe. But I don't. God, that would be awesome. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I would feel like 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 imagine if you're if you're that scientist, and you're like, well. I've got good news and I've got bad news. <laughs> bad news is New Horizon is no more. It's old Horizon now. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 no more Horizon. 
Uh, the good news is, uh, we found more life in the solar system. And it ate New Horizons, so <laughs> we're gonna leave Pluto alone. <laughs> we're gonna, you know what? It can be a planet if it wants to be. It's it is a living life form. That's the problem. It's just it's out there just rotating around. <laughs> this is like an egg, and it's gonna hatch a giant space dragon <laughs> or a giant space dinosaur. So <laughs> your mom's right. Uh, New Horizons is only doing a flyby, and I, and I posted a video why because I, I was kind of curious too, and, I, and I'm not very. Where's sci- it going? Well, it's, it's going to look at the other. Uh, it's going to look at Ch- um, Charon, Charon Nix, uh-huh. and what's the other one? Hydra. Yes. So it's going through all the. Yeah, but then it's going to keep going through the hy- the Kuiper Belt, Kuiper Belt and, okay. and, and it's going to go as far as it can go until it, something hits it or whatever, or, or it runs out of juice. But the reason why, and and I should have known this because I'm smarter than this, but I just like, who wonder why they're not, you know, um, the the amount of sheer force they send it from here to get there, there's no way to stop it. Right. And um, Pluto's mass is so small, it, there's not enough force to make it orbit. Right. So there's just no way they could have. They're like, we can't figure that out. We, there's. Yeah. It's not like Jupiter where they can slingshot stuff around or make yeah. it. You know, or one of the bigger planets. You know, it's. You know, like I said, it's North American size because they're like, <laughs> you're just gonna get a. And that's why we're gonna yeah. get a. You're gonna get a shot. And of it, it only. It was only a, f- a few hours, but they're gonna collect. And they had seven instruments, like just. <laughs> they had a camera that could shoot, take like five thousand pictures a second. I mean, it's wow. just. You know, so. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to, to to see that stuff. It's gonna be cool, and I think uh, you know the next sixteen months will be neat to kind of see what what all rolls out of there. So, Kevin, do you think we'll see Viger out there? Viger's <laughs> out there. Viger's still out there. Viger's out there. Yeah. Or, or, has that. Or, or or the whale probe. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we all went to whale song in unison. <laughs> That means something to those whales. Those whales, our whale listeners will appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, that's it. We've, that's all we've got. You can have your Mopcast 30 back. <laughs> well, I think we've killed a lot of time with we it. We have. We've. We have. We have. It was important. It, it, it was, was all important. So, so is this? I have to ask as a uh-huh. as a the founder of the network. Uh, so, is this the start of a new? Yes. Important report. Yes. And are you coming? August. Are you coming to my network? Yes. <laughs> Exit. Well, we're happy to have you because <laughs> <laughs> surprise. <laughs> hey, I like surprises. I'm really, really happy. Well, that was fun. I I'm glad you guys um, hijacked my show, sort of. <laughs> That's what we do. I think you. it was kind of a combo because we just you know it was a good it was a good podcast. I'm very happy with it. Good. Um, you can find us at uh, www.mopcast.com. You can follow me at Twitter at, at Scotty White, and uh, you can follow Network on Twitter at uh, Mopcast Network, all one word. Um, yeah, uh, Facebook Facebook.com/slash/MopcastNetwork. Nice. I'm trying to figure out. I have an Instagram, but I haven't figured out. I have, I actually have an Instagram and a Tumblr for the network, and I still haven't figured out what I want to do with it. Yeah, and I got a Periscope too, but I'm like, I haven't figured out what I want to do with that either. So you know, it, yeah, it usually works better with a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, bringing the jokes. <laughs> That's the kind of comedy you could expect on the Laporte Report 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 coming to you live. Maybe I'm second thoughts about this. <laughs> now I'm glad to have you. Um, I mean, it's gonna be better than Rebe- you know, Star Wars and Rebels Mopcast. <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. Uh, you can follow the Important Report on Twitter at the Important RPT because somebody already has Important Report and they suck. They're bastards. Yep. 
Um, they're yep. probably very nice people. I'm sorry, I just called someone. <laughs> no, they're bastard. <laughs> Screw them. Uh, you can follow me. I'm a literal bastard. At, uh, <laughs> at Inverse Press on Twitter uh, and at Facebook.com backslash Inverse Press and on Instagram, Inverse underscore Press. Hey, so you got anything? You know, what, what, you, you, congratulations on your successful Kickstarter for uh, Vicious, Vicious Circus. Circus. Yeah. Thank you. Very, congratulations. Our, our best one yet. And congratulations <laughs> to the Mopcast Network. 10,000 listens. Right? That's amazing. <laughs> it's not where I, I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but thank no, you. But I, no, I wanted to bring it up before we ended, and uh, that reminded me. But, but uh, yeah. I, was, I was curious. Uh, uh, so congratulations on that. Um, was wondering uh, what's next in the pipeline. Anything you want to share? Yeah, I think we're going to end up. Um, we've got three projects that we're debating about using next, uh, that we're debating about publishing next. But I think we're going to go with Flesh of White 4. Cool. Written by Ooh. Erica Heflin, drawn by Amanda Rachels. And uh, looking at having that out probably uh, on Kickstarter within about three weeks. Very cool. Well, uh, of course, you know, we will happily promote it because we're so happy and thankful that you guys are sponsors of the show. It's not the reason why you got to co-host. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that I'm looking for. Uh, and um, uh, Nathan and Rando are going to be at. Yeah, they'll be at um, Nathan Smith. Artist of Last Ride for Horse and Rando Dixon, artist of the Absentee, both local mobile artists. We'll be at Panama City Creative Con in Panama City, Florida on uh, August 1st. Totally. Erica, Amanda, and I will be at Tampa Bay Comic Con that weekend. I'll be at RTX uh, August 7th through the 11th or something like that. And or I'll 7th, be. 7th through the 9th? Yeah, uh, that's it. And I'll be either home or in New Orleans. I'm trying to work out a New Orleans trip. I got some some of the, the old uh, Star Wars CCG guys and I are going to do a podcast in New Orleans. So. Robert Rao. Nice. Robert Rao and um, uh, Jonathan John Brown. Brown. Yeah, John oh, Brown. Cool. And so we're trying to get, I'm just trying to get the times together so we can, we can, we can talk about stuff. So, and plus, I mean, I, I did a podcast in Atlanta. I'd love to do one in New Orleans. And since it's two and a half hours away, I'm like, why not? I got some friends from West Virginia coming. So, it's gonna be awesome. Mama, take me home. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna play at the country end of this episode, roads. and definitely not. It's not gonna be country roads. Country roads. Country roads. Is, I, I feel like country roads is like how you, how how we feel about Sweet Home Alabama when you hear it everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to renew your Alabama driver's license, you have to sing a, sing a Skinner song. That's part of it. You, you don't. I usually go with Tuesday's Gone. I do Simple Man. <laughs> that smell. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> That was so good he coughed. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at his own jokes. <laughs> oh, someone's going to laugh, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll be traveling and there'll be more There'll be more shows, so we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, I will going to leave this episode with um, this, so uh, have a good one. Bye. Oh, that was cool. Later. <laughs> Later. I'm too good for school.
like Vinny, my master. It's a disaster. Skywalker, we're after. What if you could be turned to the dark side? Yes, keep me a powerful ally. Another dark Jedi. You will join us or die. We got Jeff Star. 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 Mobcast Network.